The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Chrissy, how are you? Good, Johnny. How are you? Good. Happy Valentine's Aww, Day. Oh, thanks. Happy Valentine's Day. You're barbecue. Oh, that's cute. You can't upload your card that said that. Oh, uh, <laughs> Heath Riles from Heath Riles Barbecue literally just posted maybe an hour ago of Valentine's and he's got his picture on it. And it was one of them was, You are barbecue. Will you be my girlfriend? Oh, my God. And gosh, roses are red, great. violets are blue, my grill is hot, and so are you. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, and it was good. Then Dutch sent them to me in, in Messenger. I'm like, oh, those are awesome. Aww. Yeah, That's Valentine's good. Day. So we're getting ready yeah. to sit down tonight and watching uh, all the hot-shaped ribeyes. Just how they cut them. It'll, they like fillet them open, yeah, and it looks oh, like a hot yeah, like steak. Yeah, right, right, right. So yeah, oh, watch cute. all that. And I'm so not romantic on Valentine's Day. This is my Valentine's Day. Everyone ready for this? I wake up, shower, do my thing. Mm-hmm. Right before the boyfriend leaves, I was like, "Oh, I'm like also, it's just weird if I don't at least say something." So happy Valentine's <laughs> Day, and then that's it. Like that's I don't. I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I yeah. love you the same every day of That's the week. It. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there at the island. I'm I'm staring at her this morning. She's like, "What?" I go, "Did you get me anything for Valentine's Day?" <laughs> she goes, "No." I go, "Good." Neither did I. Yeah, we're good. See you later. <laughs> if, you, if you got me flowers tomorrow, well, no, tomorrow would be cheaper because it just means you bought old flowers from the place. But any other day of the week, I'd be more impressed than if someone bought me something <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Nice. Let's see, Daddy Dutch, Chris Rosinski. What's up, brother? Oh, yeah, yeah, Daddy Dutch. Oh, boy, the oh. champ is here, Sir oh. William of Purvis. Oh, yes. Matt them. Pereira, what's going on, brother? Enjoy those rubs, brother. They're going to love them. They're great. But, uh, but yeah, let's get down to it because we're going to have some fun today we with Brother are. Bill. We are. Let's hit our sponsors first, shall we? Jared, what's happening? Go ahead. Today's episode brought to you by... Uncle Steve Shakes. Have you ever wondered why... You have a line. No, your neighbor has a line. <laughs> and See, you back can't at, do it either. It's all right, because I was going to say, it, don't worry. Let's try that again. Uncle Steve Shakes, have you ever wondered why your neighbor has a line in their backyard and you don't? That's because your neighbor's using Uncle Steve Shakes and you are not, which means one thing. Chrissy, you, you better get you some. Greg's not here. We can't <laughs> throw it back. See, normally Chrissy would throw it. Greg would throw to Chrissy. This is terrible. Uncle Steve's shake. This was your idea. Yeah, yeah I should have thought this through. I said, let me help you with the advertisers. Yeah, they just pulled out. Uncle Steve has some of the best shakes and rubs that you will ever try, including, it's not a sauce, or, it's a sauce, not a rub. The sauce with no name, my mm-hmm. personal favorite. Uh, he has the, what is it, 16 flavors, including the competition. 12. Like 12, whatever. He's going to make some more, I'm sure of it. I'm butchering this. Please, I'm panicking. Help me. Uncle Steve has some of the best customer service that you will ever get. That's because he answers your calls himself. And sometimes he'll even call you if he has a question about your order. Call Uncle Steve Shake. 
There's a phone number. I'm panicking. Help, Johnny. Please, I'm drowning. Check Uncle Steve's chat out at <laughs> UncleSteveShake.com <laughs> and also join his Facebook group, Uncle Steve's Shake Nation, for giveaways, discounts, and all things shake. I love you, Uncle Steve. I'm so sorry. I'm going to write a script this week. It's going to be the most <laughs> professional commercial you ever heard last week. I Uncle Steve Shake. Shake it's some on everything. Every also brought to you by <laughs> Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we're barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Champagne. I've always loved this cigar. That's why we saved it for you. It is smoky as hell. Oh, yeah. But it is so n- nice breakfast cigar, nice and light. You know, beautiful. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Here we go. Also brought to you (laughs) by and go. Magna Chef Gloves. Our friend, Alan Fonte, is a Miami-Dade firefighter, so he knows a little bit about fire management. We have the... Traditional Magna Chef glove in the, I like to call it the Spock, if you will. The web fit. The web fit glove. Uh, Heat rated up to 500 degrees. It's, uh, what is it? Uh, Dishwasher safe silicon. And it has the easy on-off magnets on the cuff there. So, oh, very easy. If you want to have the more traditional five-finger glove and a little more uh, the extra long protection. Gauntlet on the the extra long gauntlet. You can have the Freedom Gloves. They are rated up to 932 degrees. That's right. So we have the Freedom Gloves and the Magna Chef Gloves. Magna Chef. Master the fire. Master the fire. And Freedom Gloves. Take, take a, a stand, stand for free your hand. hand. And if you go to the website, the link is below in the description, and you put in the code Freedom Live, you will get 10% off your, your order. order. That is right. Magna Chef Gloves. Absolutely. I did a little better that time. You're getting there. Yeah. You're a rookie. This is the yeah, first hey, time. Come on. It's new for everything. Hey, I still didn't use a teleprompter like <coughs> young <laughs> co-host that we're not going to mention. <laughs> Also brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsIRS.com. Brother Ian Hemming is building what I could call the Yeti of cutting boards coming out of Magnolia, Texas. These boards take an absolute beating, folks. I've had mine going on five years, and they are still holding up. Mm -hmm. UV-protected, deep lip reservoir to catch all that juicy goodness. The rubber nubs on the bottom, even on a wet surface, the boards will not slip on you. There is the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board. The massive brisket board, 18 by 36 inches, folks. This thing is massive. And then for all our pizza fans out there, you've got the pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Check it out at... Custom cutting boards are us.com. That is the letter R us.com. <clears throat> Let's see. Frack Daddy, what's up, Big Rome? Joe Tucker, Juke Moreno, what is up, brother? Been a while. There's Mrs. Mags. Oh, Sean Hogan, what's up, brother? Stray Dog Barbecue, what's happening? Mad Max calling you out, brother. Won't be long now, my friend. Kevin Turner, what is going on? 
So let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, making returning, I think maybe the third time now. But oh, really? I think the so. first time I can call him San Antonio Rodeo Champion. Grand. Grand Champion. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, from Chicken Fried Barbecue, Mr. Bill Purvis. What's happening, brother? Man, it's all good, Mr. Mags. All good. Yeah. So just uh, just hanging out with my banners, you know. Yeah, that is a little bit of sexy behind you. Yeah, no, they're special for sure. They're oh, super special. Damn straight. Yeah. Oh, I was I was so excited. <laughs> like, like I said, when I messaged you the other day, I'm like, hey, you uh you still on cloud nine or you uh you pretty much sick of talking about this? <laughs> Man, I, I'm still floating. I'm still yeah. floating. So yeah. No, yeah. It was uh it was yeah, it was awesome. So for sure. Yeah, it's uh I mean it's a San Antonio is a special cook in the sense that uh Man, it's the second largest sanctioned cook-off uh, in America, maybe in the world, mm-hmm. outside of the, you know, obviously the largest is a Royal. So uh, it's the second largest sanctioned cook-off, and it's one that, man, all the cooks can go to. Yeah. So if you want to, you know, it's $700 entry fee. Uh, this year was a little bit different. Uh, it's starting to change, but uh, for the most part, uh, man, you're cooking up against the best cooks in Texas and, and they have several international teams there as well. So, uh, it's, it's unlike Houston where Houston, there's a lot of legacy teams and Houston stays full to get into Houston. You know, an, an average cook can't go cook Houston rodeo, Yeah, but a competitor, you know, if you're a competitor, you can go cook San Antonio rodeo and you're, you're cooking up against the best. You're not cooking up a Houston's got a lot of teams that maybe, you know, somebody's grandfather had that team and it's yeah. been passed down. So, man, it don't matter. You know, once you're in Houston, if you uh, pay the money, man, you can come in dead last every year and you still got your spot. Yeah. So uh, the average guy can't go cook Houston. It's uh, it's all legacy teams. So it's special to, uh, to go win that one where you're up against, you know, all your peers, all the competitors, and, you know, there's still a, like I said, a healthy crowd uh, over, I don't know if it was, man, 270 teams. I, I can't remember the team count, but it was big. So, and it's the one that all the cooks in Texas really want to win. Yeah, for the competition sure. Cooks, so, for yeah. sure. So, go rewinding a bit. Last year at San Antonio, you re- wound up reserve grand champion at. Correct. After a little all that mishap, scoring that issues. Yep. scoring issues yep. that unfortunately happened. Which yep. you know, honestly, it uh, you know it's it's still weird, but you know, it's a, it's surprising. It doesn't ha- actually happen more often with the amount of teams, the amount of judges, the amount of scores everybody's going through. You know, but the unfortunate part was you didn't get the walk to celebrate the reserve grand. You know, every, everything kind of worked well with with the everybody on the same page with the understanding on how the sure. calls were originally. Then once the issue was resolved, the standings changed, and everyone was very gentlemanly about it and, you know, yeah. understood it was what it was. This is what I cooked. This is the score, and this is where I placed. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, just for clarification on that, I mean, I got my scores and I had a second place brisket and a hundred and sixtieth place rib and I think a twenty second place chicken. And uh when I got to looking at my rib scores, they had you know, you get judged by six judges and they drop one of the scores. Well, for me, they dropped two of the scores. So I only had four judges counting points wise. I didn't get that fifth judge. And then they found the, you know, it's all done, you know, IBCA at that time is just done by spreadsheets, people hand entering and, you know, they, they just didn't hand enter in that score, that fifth judge. And once yeah. they did it, it moved my rib to eighth place, which was obviously enough for a reserve grand. So, but in fairness, you know, I think it does happen a lot more than people know. Uh, and for IBCA to come out and say, Hey, we screwed up. Yeah. I thought it was big on their part. Uh, for because sure. there's a man, I think there's probably a lot of cookoffs that stuff like that's happened, man. And no one has said anything and, and you're none the wiser if you don't know. But as we move more into technology where, you know, people are posting results and they're posting what yeah. your judges score, uh, you know, then I was able to see it and go, hmm. actually a buddy of mine saw it and goes, man, you only got four judges. You need to challenge it. So, you know, I messaged them and, you know, they went and found the right, you know, they found the, the paperwork and, uh, and they made it right. So, uh, it was bad for Larry, the guy that did reserve. Yeah. That's who I felt bad for just cause man, it was probably one of the biggest highlights of his career. Barbecue career was reserved in San Antonio and to get a call on a Tuesday to say, Hey, you're going to have to return the buckle. You're going to have to return the banners, and, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he's a great guy. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's an awesome guy. And, uh, yeah, I felt terrible for him. So it was kind of bittersweet. And, uh, you know, this year, obviously things worked out to where I ended up winning it. So, uh, I couldn't be more happy. So, yeah. So, you know, you, you had the moment with last year. So now we fast forward back to two weeks ago and what was it like? What was going through your head, you know, getting the, the, the calls originally, then sitting there in grand champion, little hesitation then boom yeah i mean it's it's a little different because it's loans i mean this one was lone star sanctioned by lone star so you get points for first place brisket is 10 points first place in any meet is 10 points and second place is nine points so you know i, I knew the chicken was bad but 11th place chicken is no points and yeah. 277 chicken is no point. So when me and my wife, you know, we're tasting the chicken, she's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling chicken. And I'm like, man, screw that chicken. We don't need chicken. If we can get a good rib call and a good brisket call, man, we could win it. We could actually win that contest with just a first place brisket. It's not uncommon. Yeah, though. actually. Yeah. Because uh, you get 10 points for first place. And there was only me and one other team that had two calls. So JD Williams had an eighth place brisket and an eighth place rib, but eighth place is only worth, I think four points, uh, no three points. So he got, you know, he had six, six points total for three points for eighth place brisket, three points for eighth place rib, six points, uh, first place brisket beats that with 10 points. So, yeah. um, so yeah, we were sitting there and, uh, man, I, I knew the ribs and I knew the, uh, the brisket were both really good, but, in saying that there's going to be a lot of good ribs and a lot of good brisket. So you just need luck. Oh and, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and when they called out fifth place ribs, uh, you know, obviously it was like, man, my weekend was complete at that point. I was thinking, Hmm, I don't care about anything else. I'm going to get one of those triangle banners for fifth place ribs. And you know, when you got almost 300 teams, they're only going to give out 30 of those banners. Yeah. 
out of 300. So anybody that walks away with a banner feels like a winner that weekend, even if it's a 10th place rib or 10th place chicken. So my weekend was complete and I came back and, you know, I was sitting there and, and Fred Robles says, man, you're in really good shape with that fifth place rib. And, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm in good shape. I just need to get lucky on brisket. You know, I got lucky on ribs and, uh, sure enough, uh, it was funny too, because my wife, you know, usually they give you ticket numbers in Lone Star. So they call out your number and you're looking at your tickets. And I usually take a picture of all three of my tickets with my phone and I text it to hers. We're sitting there. I said, man, my phone may go dead. So here's the, yeah. here's the ticket number. So I don't have to be digging around and, you know, I keep them in the wallet. And they called out that rib number and she, her eyes lit up because she's watching it on our phone. And she looks at me and she goes, that's our number. I said, yeah, babe, I know it is. Let's go get that banner. You know, so it was, it was, it was fun to watch her reaction when they would call the yeah. numbers. Cause she was like, Oh, that's our number, you know? Uh, so, but when I left, I was up there for third place brisket and AJ Garza with God's country barbecue. Man, he's a great brisket cook. He got second place brisket, but he didn't have any other calls. So I knew he couldn't catch me. And as I'm walking back, I already knew I was in the lead with two strong calls. You know, I had 14 points and no one else had doubled up except for JD. So as they called out first place brisket and Aaron Leslie, I was like, man, Aaron just got first place brisket. He doesn't have any other calls and there's no way he can catch me. I just want it. So I knew when they called out Texas oil dust for first place brisket at that point, I knew I, I knew I was the GC and everybody in my camp, when I came back and, yeah. you know, obviously sat down, they were all, man, you're GC, you got it. Congratulations. So people were already congratulating him before they call out reserve, before they call out grant, because you can do the numbers. You can do the math head, real you know? quick. Yeah. yeah. You can do the math. Whereas other sanctioned bodies, man, you, you, they don't work like that. Yeah. You know, so you CBA, you never know if you've won it until they, until they actually call it out. Same with KCBS. You don't know. So it's a bit more exciting to sit there waiting and waiting for them to call it out. It was kind of a little bit, you know, not as exciting Excited. knowing that as I'm walking back that I've won it, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but you still wait for your name to be called just to be double sure. Oh, you know? <laughs> yep. oh for sure. That's yeah. Those guys up there were like, Hey, you might want to just hang out close. And I'm like, man, I ain't hanging out nowhere close. I'm walking back to my seat. I'm not jinxing myself. <laughs> I ain't jinxing anything, you know? <laughs> Oh, for sure. Junior, what's happening? Judge Webb, what's going on? Um, Matt Wilford, what's happening? Randy Salinas, what's up? Both Salinas boys are in the house. Brother James Pavia, what's happening? Aim them and claim them. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, big. Obviously, you said you're going to be... Uh, Cooking Houston. Uh, Big Rome is asking, uh, what are you looking forward to in Houston? Man, Houston, it's a family reunion. You know, I know tons of people down there. You know, it's just a, man, it's just a big social gathering. I'm helping a team. So uh, a buddy of mine, Fong, I've always helped him. And I think this year he wants me to cook the chicken. So I'll cook chicken for him. Uh, he's got, I think he's doing the ribs and other guys doing the brisket. So every year I usually do one of his meats. Uh, but man, it's, and this year I'm glad it's chicken because man, I don't have to get up super early and cook brisket, yeah. you know? So, For sure. but next year with the win at San Antonio, that gets me on champions row. So it'll be me cooking, you know, all my meats under my team name, as opposed to, you know, helping other teams or whatnot. So, but it'd just be a big social gathering. Like I said, I mean, all the, 
Uh, it'd be a lot of guys that I haven't seen, you know, comp cooks that coming in from out of town. I've got all the guys on champions row. I'm real good friends with all yeah. of them. So, uh, I'll probably be spending a lot of time on champions row with most of those guys. Uh, Chris Schaefer, he's from Illinois or St. Louis. He'll be down. Um, matter of fact, I have his trailer. I'm storing his trailer for Houston. So, oh, okay. Uh, Fred will be down because Fred won San Antonio last year. So, and it'll just be a crowd, you know, like I said. And, of course, you guys, you'll be down. There'll just be a ton yep. of people. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, we're, we're all excited. All the all the little secrets came out this weekend. So, Daddy Dutch knows that both me and CJ are coming. And so, right. uh, you know, ooh, the old, the old hot seat live in living yeah. color. <laughs> you know, and in the new hot seat too. Lep will be there, and Joe, what's happening? So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to you know meeting you in person finally, and uh, catching up with all the boys, and uh, you know do a little networking. I've always yep. I already been in touch with Jen, um, from the Danny Deets cook off. Yep, yep. And uh gonna meet up with her and we're gonna we're gonna w- figure out a date to get her on to talk about that. That's a premier cook off yeah. in Texas. And everything sure. they Danny they Deeds do with, with Danny. Oh, yeah. You know, all the funds and the That's another one that's super special that everybody wants to win. Yeah. Is Danny Deets. It's yeah. another one that's real special. So Yeah, and they, it looks looking on the map real quick, I think she's only you know, technically quote unquote two streets. Away yep. from where we are, we're going to be with Uncle Steve with the uh, with the Lonesome Dove Cookers. Yep, and I think they were, you know, just the street names in between each thing. They they were on the corner of one or two of them up, but uh, but yeah, get to meet a lot of people, get to catch up with a lot of people. So I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, you know, a couple other little little things in between. So you know, have some fun. <clears throat> um. Okay, Randy's got a good one. Um, Randy Salinas from Big Salinas Barbecue uh, asked, what means more, the San Antonio GC or your very first GC? San Antonio by far. Yeah. San Antonio by far. Yeah, I mean, to, I mean I've cooked San Antonio twice. And um, I was talking to one of my buddies before I went there the my first time. He said, man, there's nothing like walking at San Antonio. You know, the big stage and just all the excitement and, uh, you know, the guy that's up there, it's, man, he's like a radio host or something. So he's a, you know, a professional on the microphone. Uh, but he said, there's nothing like walking in San Antonio. And of course the crowd is full of all, you know, I mean, it's full of all cooks yeah. that, you know, as well as, man, there's a lot of people from the public there because there's a huge carnival going on and they've got live music and bands, but yeah, walking in San Antonio was, uh, by far it's right there with the Royal. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of, there's AJ Gaza right there. He just popped in. Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> oh, dang him, right? Um, Man, I gave you a shout out earlier, AJ, on that brisket. <laughs> you know, so. And it's funny because last year I got second brisket and AJ got third brisket, and this year he got second brisket and I got third. So, uh, guys, you're switching around. That's all right. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, so, he won brisket team of the year in CBA, so he's a he's a badass. So God's Country Barbecue is his team name. You already get him on the show. Oh yeah, know? yeah. So he's he's no joke. Yeah, you'll you'll have to do a little introduction next week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. uh, there's Uncle Steve. There's my boy right there. 
he's all excited. <laughs> oh yeah. Uncle Steve's got them all coming in. That's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. So, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be just short of a shit show, I think, which will be beautiful, right. but we wouldn't have it any other way, but you know, so you're still on the high of yep. the GC, you know, you've yep. been doing interviews and everything and I've been catching them all and you know, they're great. So, like I said, when I first asked you, I'm like, you still you got room for one more? He goes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so I know the last time we talked, so obviously your Texas rib grind is still crushing it, obviously. Um, you said you uh, were, had a couple other things working on. Have we got made any uh, progress on that? Yeah, I'm working on a chicken brine, so I've got to get the artwork done. I mean, I've got the recipe done, so I've been I've been running the chicken brine, and I ran it last week. I guess there was almost, I think there was right at 200 teams, and it hit fifth place. So uh, it's been scoring well. At the moment, I'm leading CBA in chicken. Uh, so, my, you know, the chicken's been doing really, really good, and it's been thighs. I couldn't cook thighs at uh, – at San Antonio, San Antonio yeah. was Lone Star, so I had to cook chicken halves. But, uh, but yeah, the 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 brine I'm working on it. So I, I'm thinking probably another month or two once I get artwork done, get it in the bags, and then get it out to the stores. So, but rib grind's been doing great too. There's, you know, it's it's could have pretty cool to see. You know, like I got fifth place rib, but I got beat. You know, Rob Arocha, he's a big consumer of rib grind, and you know, I think he's publicly said it was on his first place rib. So, yeah. you know, it's cool to see like. Like I said, me walking with it, but also seeing other people do well with it too. So, uh, which is not done, you know, which is done good for, for sales for sure. So, oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. And like I yeah. said, I, I, I absolutely love it. And it, you know, it's always, it's a, it's a staple in everything I do and do with a lot of mixing yeah. around and layering sure. the flavors, you know, it, it just works great. You know, like you said, on ribs or, you know, but on also chicken on brisket on the pork. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very versatile season, and, and you know, great flavor, great bark. Um, but what you were saying with the chicken, we can we can jump to last weekend. You were at smoking on the Rio down in Mercedes, yep. Texas, and with the chicken, you hit a fifth place chicken, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, yep, fifth chicken. Now, how many how many teams was that? Because the most, that that one that's actually was that one considered a world championship? Too? Yeah, yeah, they had uh, they, they can. I mean, that one has historically that contest has always been on the same weekend as the Houston Rodeo, but it's always had over two hundred teams. Yeah. So this year, this year it was actually I guess the dates got moved, so you know they weren't on the same weekend. So there was uh, you know quite a few people that normally cook Houston be able to cook it. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a who's who of barbecue down there. There's no shortage of uh, great teams, and man, I finished 13th overall with a fifth chicken. So, uh, you know, there's no one that's gonna tattoo them every time. But you know, that's what you want. You know, if you don't win, you want to get close. So, uh, and then it's just a numbers game of uh, of keep cooking, and uh, sooner or later you're gonna you know hit a bullseye. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, there's Jen. From Danny Deeds right there. She says, yep. remember, Houston's a marathon, not a sprint. That yeah, they've right. already warned me on that on multiple levels. On food consumption, on alcohol consumption. Uh, <laughs> it's a massive party. Yeah. I mean, it is massive. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, if there's, three, if there's 300 tents, it's 300 nightclubs. That's yeah. basically what yeah. everybody said. 
you know. Yeah. So with Randy Shifter, what's happening, brother? Um, so with everything going on and, you know, your, your posts on social media, you know, everybody can see, you know, not, not, not necessarily the turn in boxes, but, you know, what you're, what you're cooking, what you're producing. You know, I don't know, you had a picture of the chicken thigh from yep. last weekend that was absolutely gorgeous. And then, yep. you know, your TikTok videos are great and everything. So you've had the opportunity and were approached, I want to say, sometime in between, or at least it came out sometime in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, of you now have joined in with Barbecue Champs Academy on your own video series. Yep. yep. How did that all come about, and how's that going? Well, I mean, I lost my job during COVID, and uh, I started selling rubs, you know, my rib grind, which does pretty well, but uh, at the same time, too, it didn't necessarily match my income from before. And Barbecue Champs has been after me for a couple of years of, you know, I told myself, man, if I do it, I want to give out the real recipes. I'm not going to, you know, put someone, you know, running into, a, you know, the forest and, uh, like I said, not putting the real deal out there. So I kind of put it off for uh, probably a year and a half. But uh, at the same time, too, my wife's looking at me like, hey, we could use a little more income. And, you know, I'm pretty open book, you know, as far as man, people I know, you know, we all kind of help each other out. Yeah. But, uh, man, there's a lot of people I don't know. And, uh, and equally so, man, I, I put it out there and obviously it's, it, man, it's doing really, really good. Uh, been selling quite a few classes. So it's me telling my wife, Hey man, maybe I don't have to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, sure. uh, you know, and of course, you know, getting the sport to grow, you know, competition barbecue is expensive in its own right with the meats and everything else. And, you know, these guys going to cook-offs, new cooks going to cook-offs and not getting a walk, uh, not getting any calls. It's, uh, you know, it's super frustrating. So, yeah. you know, if I can do something, make a little income out of it, a little, you know, where I'm not necessarily, uh, you know, having to go get a real job, but, uh, you know, it's just another revenue stream. And man, at the same time, I'm helping people, you know, and I use my rub and all my, and all my proteins. So equally, so it's, it's, it's more rub sales for me and it, it just keeps the whole ecosystem working oh, so. for sure. For sure. So how was that process now? Did they, you know, come to, I know you have have set up a little, uh, like a kitchen area now in the, in the, that Man. side building that house. Or did you go right to Mike? I drug all, I drug all my stuff to Mike. I, brought my whole porch trailer, all my meats and, uh, man treated it just like a comp. I trimmed everything there on, you know, he had a whole film crew, three guys with cameras and they filmed every single, you know, every bit of it from me trimming every meat to me making the sauces, making the injections. And then I cooked it all. Like I said, I treated it just like a full on comp. So it was two days of filming of like a Friday night, what I would do on Friday night, as far as, uh, you know, injecting everything, seasoning, what meats I seasoned on Friday, which ones I seasoned in the morning. So we treated it just like a comp. Um, and we made turn in boxes. I built kale boxes for KCBS as well as, uh, foil boxes for CBA. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's all the way from trim all the way to boxing. So you, um, so you didn't, um, you know, necessarily stick with 
you know, a KCBS turn in. No. You covered mm-hmm. all the basis on how everyone I covered I covered KCBS and CBA. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So, so you got uh, both yeah. sides of the coin. And it's it's been pretty cool because I guess if you buy the all access class, you get put into a private Facebook group. Yeah. Mike Mike has a, a five at Facebook group. So you know, I've had obviously a lot of all access and people are posting their awards in that private Facebook group, which is really cool because the other guys that maybe, you know, ran the rib recipe and didn't get a walk. And there's two other guys that ran it that week and they did, you know, one guy got first place, another guy got second place. So, you know, it's as a cook, people are real tempted. And even me, I'm, if I have a recipe that works, I'm still real tempted to fuck with it. You know, yeah. and I have to fight with myself and leave those thighs alone. Just run them. Don't try to make them any better because you start trying to make things better. And all of a sudden you end up in never, never land and you're not walking. Yeah. But our nature, or at least my nature is to, man, I got fifth place last week. Man, I wonder if I do a little bit of this, will that make it a little bit better? Am and, I going to uh, catch fourth yeah, next Yeah, weekend. exactly. Yeah. Uh, man, I've gotten first place and still wanted to tinker with it. So, uh, uh, I think it's just a nature of a, of a cook to try to, you know, keep mixing and matching and hey, I'll throw a little bit of this guy's rub, throw a little bit of this. And, um, so it's good in that Facebook group that people can see, Oh man, yeah, I just need to stick to the program. I just need to run it. And, uh, you know, it's worked for this guy. And, and these are people I don't know, you yeah. know, they're all over the country that are buying it and they're posting their, their awards in there. Some people have posted it. I mean, there was a guy that, Oh, Daniel, he posted on his actual page. He GC'd this weekend and he gave all the credit to me in the class. So, which was oh, really cool, cool, you know? So, and he actually did it publicly, but you know, there are a lot of guys in there posting the, some of their results, which like I said, is super cool. And some of these people have never really done a whole lot of comps. So, so you got, you got the video set out. Now I was talking the other day with Craig Sherry from Texas pepper jelly. Yep, and he was he was saying that there that Mike is actually going even deeper now with some people on I guess separate recipe videos. So you'd cover well, there's, before me. He has some that well, you know, he's hasn't. I was the it's been two years since he's filmed with somebody. So the last barbecue guy that he filmed was two years ago. And, you know, as a barbecue cook, you're always making changes. You're always tweaking, you know. uh, So, you know, I think like say Lee Hickle, he did an updated version of what he's doing today because what he's doing today is probably not what he did two years ago. Uh, And sometimes what I'm doing this month may not be what I'm doing two months from now, you know, Mm because at the same time, we're all cooks and we're all trying to improve. And, you know, we all talk to one another, network with one another, and this guy helps you out and you help him out. And before you know it, you know, Hey man, I'm really liking this rib a little better, or I'm liking this brisket a little better. So uh, I'm assuming that, you know, Lee updated his, uh, his classes, uh, that were two or three years old, you know, to kind of what he's doing more today. And so, you know, say next year, you got a different recipe or you tried something new. Everybody who has purchased your series has access to that new video that you come out with. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you know, I'm, I don't want to confuse cooks. You know, I don't want to, you know, if I'm running something, this or running that, you know, and if you start chasing a bunch of different stuff, it could get real confusing. So, uh, man, I won't do any updates until I know for certain that, Hey, 
man, this rib's no longer working for me. Uh, I've been running this rib and it's working for me, but I want to make sure that what I put forward is it it's gets proven. consistent results. Yeah. yeah, It's proven, you know, um, cause I will dink around. I'll change a little sauce here, a little sauce there. And, you know, uh, especially if I'm going to different regions, I'll look and say, man, what sauce did I run last year? You yep. know, San Antonio was one. I went back to my notes and go, man, I got an eighth place rib last year. What, what, what sauces was I running then? You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the idea is obviously that Facebook group, you can ask questions. Uh, if there's any big changes, uh, they'll be updated in there as well. Yeah. And you mean, you made a great point on the, you know, when you're traveling around to different regions and uh, a couple of weeks we had, um, Matt Pereira from Matt's Backyard Barbecue, one of the local guys here. And, you know, he, uh, you know, he went and cooked the World Foods down in, in Texas this year and came, out with a, uh, came home with a ninth-place brisket. And up here in New England, you got to sauce everything because that's yeah. just what the judges are. Even your brisket, you yeah. got to sauce. And, you know, I know people are cringing and, you know, but – that's what New England has is, you know, it, it, it's not slathered on there. It's, it's a very light, uh, you know, a light touch of sauce, but it's going to definitely be a different taste and profile than what you would normally get out of a brisket turn in, in other areas of the country, you know. Sure. But So you got you to gotta play and schedule your game around where you're cooking for sure. You know, so that so that's great. So all that all that stuff is covered in the videos. It's doing well. You're happy with it. I'm sure Mike's happy with it. Yep. You know, obviously, people who've bought in the class are happy with it. Now, you everything's everything's still on the drums. On. The- uh, I'm doing my ribs on a pellet. I'm doing my ribs on pellet. Okay. So yeah. What uh? Yeah, what kind of pellet are you using? I've got a Rectech 590. Okay. And, uh, man, uh, I. I guess it's probably been three months. And the first time I used it, I put it on my trailer thinking, man, and once my brisket's wrapped, maybe I'll just move it over to the pellet grill that yeah. way. You know, it's, it's wrapped. It's no big deal. There's a lot of people doing that, but, uh, I woke up a little late and thought, you know what? I'm just going to cook the ribs, just being lazy. I'm going to cook the ribs on the pellet pooper. And, uh, man, sure enough, very first cook off, I hit first place ribs and man, they were outstanding. Yeah. And I thought, Hmm. Well, I hit first place ribs and barbecue guys are a little superstitious. We might have to put this into the routine more often, you know? Oh uh, yeah. So, man, I, I cooked them at San Antonio rodeo. They're fifth place ribs on a rec tech five ninety. man. They, they, I don't think people want a whole lot of smoke at a lot of competitions. You know, yeah. I don't think they want, you know, a real smoky, you know, it can get bitter on you. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, they just want it tender and juicy. You know, it's a tenderness contest more than anything. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so that's interesting. We got the rec tech in the arsenal now. I like it. Yeah, I yep. like it. You know, I've been playing around with the Green Mountain Grill Trek that I had got, and you know, it's definitely it changes the game for sure. You know, makes makes shit a lot a lot easier. You know, now you know I haven't used it in a comp yet, but. You know, just just shit, just around the house. I threw threw a ten pound ten pound butt on there, and you know, I'm out doing this and doing that, and you know, the temperatures stay in. It's like, huh, <laughs> okay, and it, and yeah. it produced a great product. Like mm-hmm. you said, you're not. It's not over smoked. 
you know, I would have liked a little bit more smoke on it, but, you know, you play around with that, get a smoke tube or, you know, even start it lower, get more of a smolder going, then bump it up to where you want. But, uh, but yeah, yeah but so- I mean, there's things you can do to add smoke. You can take, you know, your brisket once you've sauced it. And you can throw some wood chips on your drum and the burning of those wood chips, the smoke will stick to that sauce. Sauce, And, uh, you know, during your finishing techniques, you can add smoke, uh, just especially if you're saucing because smoke likes to stick to sauce. So all you got to do is, man, throw some wood chips on a drum or even throw some pellets in a drum and, uh, man, you can get some smoke to stick to sauce pretty easy. For sure. For sure. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, no, everyone's just saying hi. And oh, Joe's Meat Market, what's happening, Gabriel? But, uh, but brother, thank you so much, man. This was great to catch up with you. Talk about yep. San Antonio, smoke on the Rio, and you know, are you going to be doing any live feeds at the uh, rodeo? We're going to try. We're going to yeah. try from what I hear. Uh, fighting for Wi Fi down there is, uh, Pretty, uh, pretty touch and go, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't know. schedule anything on Thursday, Friday, or yeah. Saturday night. I mean, just trying to get your phone to work will be. There's just so many people. Yeah. So uh, when, because I, I think Uncle Steve said we, we're probably gonna head out about, I want to say three, three thirty ish, to get there. So you know, might try to do a live when we get there, before you know the crowd really sh- starts showing up and. You know, so if we do some lives, it'll probably be earlier than later. And, right. you know, here and there. But, yeah, brother, I am looking forward to seeing you, meeting you in person. I can't wait. I'm so psyched about it, brother. No, it's going to be a good time, Johnny. It'll be great, man. For so. sure, brother. Well, brother, congratulations. No, well deserved. You, Appreciate it. You know, you deserve to still be on Walking on Clouds over this one. <laughs> Yeah, it's still spinning a little bit. (laughs) Awesome, brother. Um, Everybody find you on social media. Chicken Fried BBQ. It's all Instagram, Facebook, websites, all Chicken Fried BBQ. Perfect, brother. uh, TikTok, same thing, Chicken Fried BBQ. It's all the same. Cool. Oh, and uh, there's Uncle Steve. Doesn't miss the beat. If everybody wants right. to come up and meet up with Johnny Mags and Uncle Steve and the boys, we will be at Lonesome Dove Cookers, and it is site number C271. So we will be there uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So come on down, say hello. I'll be the fat guy with the uh, funny accent. You won't miss me. <laughs> <laughs> So hang in there one second, Bill. We're going to close this out. I'll jump right back in with you. Perfect. Awesome, Chrissy. Amazing. Oh, I love Bill. He's awesome. Awesome. I was so well, happy for him yeah. on that. You know, like you, like you said, the San Antonio, it's, it's a very special one. Yeah. You know, Houston is a whole different animal. Right. Like you said, there's, you know, the, the sites and the teams are literally generational. They'll willed down to the next. You know, Uncle Steve was telling me there's like a 10, 15-year waiting list just to get in, if you can. You know, it's not one of these you can just pay your entry fee and you got it. No. You literally have to, like Bill had to win San Antonio 
and get into Houston next year. Whew. Not this year, next, next year, year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's wow. it's a whole different animal. But he did it. He did it. So exciting. And I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait. Aaron Leslie, what's happening, brother? That's another gentleman I need to meet oh, and get to talk to from Texas Oil Dust. Oh, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, brother. Big Rome, can't wait to see you, brother. I still got a message out. I'm waiting to hear back on what we're trying to do on that Saturday morning. But we'll see what happens. But that's it. Next week, week. everyone's favorite uncle. We're going to be talking Houston Rodeo. We're going to figure out what I am in the... Have what he has in store for me. And what what we're to expect... And all that good stuff. Like how are you even going to focus on next week's show? But you're smart. You've put Uncle Steve on the show so that you can be distracted Damn together on the show. We'll be distracted <laughs> together. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Well, that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. YouTube, hit that subscribe button, notification bell. You have all the episodes right at your fingertips. Hit us on social media and all the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. Like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.